Blog Talk Radio. It's time now for the Conqueror's Cafe Show. Your hour of empowerment and inspiration with your host, Twyla Reed, author of Broken Wings. Here we encourage you to spread your broken wings and keep soaring by the power of God as you transform your tragedies into empowering moments. Thank you for joining us today. We are here every Sunday night at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have a very special guest today that's here to share their testimony of hope and healing with us all. So don't move because you are definitely in for a treat today here on the Conqueror's Cafe. Good evening, good evening, good evening, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Conqueror's Cafe. I'm your host, Toyla Reed, award-winning author and founder and CEO of Broken Wings Incorporated, a 501c3 nonprofit organization created to provide awareness about traumatic brain injury to communities while providing support, resources, tips, and prevention insights. We educate, empower, and enlighten brain injury survivors, their caregivers, and their family members by teaching them how to create the life that they desire in spite of the challenges and devastation that accompany head injuries by providing real-time working strategies to ideal well-being. My books can be ordered from my website at, on, on, at www.twilareed.com, on Amazon, and Barnes and & Nobles. Please visit the website to learn more about my journey of hope and healing. Happy Sunday, everyone. Welcome to the show. I tell you, it's been an amazing day today, one that God has graced us to see. Thank you so much for joining us. I know it's Super Bowl Sunday, and so I know you guys could be doing other things, but you've taken a few moments out of your evening to join in, to join in with us. And here on the Conqueror's Cafe, we highlight authors, entrepreneurs, as well as survivors of traumatic events who've made it out victorious, and now they are here to share their testimony of hope and healing with the world, to offer encouragement and inspiration to others as they travel their own personal journey. For today's episode or any of our other episodes, please visit our website at www.conquerorscafe.com. We also invite you to like, follow, and share our Facebook page, at www.facebook.com forward slash Conqueror's Cafe. So if you or someone you know has experienced a tragic event, I invite you to contact me. Create the life that you desire in spite of the challenges that you may be facing so that you can become the strategist of your own destiny. want to remind you all that February is National Heart Month. Yes, I know it's also considered the month of love, but I want, on a serious note, I really want you all to keep in mind that heart disease is the leading cause of death for men and women in the United States. Every year, one in four deaths are caused by heart disease. So I'm encouraging you all to wear red this month. We're going red. Let's make a difference in our community. Spread the word about strategies for preventing heart disease and just encourage people to, you know, that you know to live heart-healthy lives. You know, encourage them to exercise more, to change their diets, just to do some things differently just so they can make sure that they are indeed living heart-healthy lives. 
um, our scripture reference is going to be coming from 1 Samuel uh, chapter 16, verses 10 through 12. And it reads, Jesse made seven of his sons pass in front of Samuel. But Samuel said to Jesse, the Lord has not chosen these. Then Samuel said to Jesse, are these all the children? And Jesse said, there is yet the youngest one. See, he's taking care of the sheep. Samuel said to Jesse, send for him. We will not sit down until he comes here. So he sent for him and brought him in. His youngest son had a good color in his skin, beautiful eyes, and was good looking. The Lord said, rise up and choose him, for this is the one. I just briefly just want to drop a couple of nuggets uh, on the subject of the power of yet, the power of yet. I want you guys to uh, realize that just because something isn't now, I want you to hold on and be encouraged because it is coming. There is something called time and season that you all need to uh, remember. And when you're talking about the power of yet, some of you may have experienced some failures, but you just got to remember that failure is just an instance of falling short. Some of you have, uh, may have experienced a setback. Well, a setback is just slowing the, uh, the progress. It's a temporary defeat. It's not permanent. And so when you think about the word yet, yet informs our mind that the failure is not permanent. Yet prepares our mind to try again. And last but certainly not, not, not least, yet prophesies to our mind that one day we will make it. So I just want you to go back in your spare time and, and read First Samuel. Just read that entire chapter 16 there and really dig into what the Lord is saying. Dig into the word of God here and let, let the word give you some revelation to the power of yet. Amen, amen, amen. I want to give a quick shout out to our sponsors on this evening. Broken Wings Incorporated, a 501c3 nonprofit organization designed to provide awareness about traumatic brain injuries to communities while providing support, resources, tips, and brain injury prevention insights. So if you are a survivor of a traumatic brain injury or a caregiver, please visit our website for more information at www.brokenwingsinc.org or please call 912-335-3799. Sister Scent, for personalized candles and gift baskets for any occasion, please contact Nashari Davenport at 205-514-0866. Shipping is available. Again, contact Nashari Davenport at 205-514-0866 for your custom-made personalized gift baskets and candles. Our next sponsor, the Birmingham Slayers. If you live in the Birmingham, Alabama area and you're looking for an organization where your child can be a part of a team where together everyone truly achieves more, a place where dance is a part of who they are as they encompass unity like never before, then the Birmingham Slayers is who they need to connect with. Please dial 479-899-2618 and ask for Miss V for more details. All right, um, have an amazing show lined up for you guys this evening. We are in for a very, very special treat on tonight. 
Our guest is a published author. She's a minister and entrepreneur. It's one filled with wisdom to empower, educate, and enlighten you. So I want you all to just relax, and we are in for a treat. Grab your cup of tea or your coffee or your cup of water. Well, as we prepare to be blessed by this true survivor and conqueror. But first, we're going to take a quick break right here, but we will return in a few moments. Jesus Christ has set you free. I need all the young people to come on. Let's do this praise together. Come on. I got to hear you singing sensation. Come on, everybody say it.
Nelson. No chains are holding me. Nothing can stop my praise because I am free. <clears throat> Welcome back to the Conqueror's Cafe. I'm your host, Twyla Reed. Again, we have an amazing show lined up for you on tonight. Minister Bridget P. Robinson is an accomplished writer, health communicator, and educator. She is the critically acclaimed author of My Eyes Dare to Believe and a Single Woman's Guide to Protecting and Defending Her Celibacy in God. She has a strong background and experience in community outreach and Christian education. She uses her knowledge gained from her pursuit of higher education and Christian leadership to empower others to break the chains of abuse by serving men and women who are at a crossroads in life. Her opportunities to travel abroad have equipped her with cultural competency to minister globally for the kingdom of God. So without further ado, let's welcome the Bridget Good evening, good evening, Minister Bridget. How are you? I'm fine. Good evening to you as well. This is a great evening. This is a great day because this day is full of grace and mercy that follows us all the days of our lives. Hey, man, we are so happy and just elated to have you here with us on this evening. I know that I did your bio, I read your bio, but I really would like for you to just say hello to our listening audience in in Minister Bridget's way, just however you want to introduce yourself and say hello. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> I am Minister Bridget Robinson, and in my way and in my way of saying I love you, I am so excited that you have decided to join us on this evening. And as Sister Tawali stated, that this is Super Bowl Sunday, but we know that there is a greater Super Bowl, and that Super Bowl is Jesus Christ. So we are so excited yes. that we are on Jesus' team, amen? And with Jesus' amen. team, we always win. <laughs> amen. I agree on the amen. winning team. You can't go wrong when you're on You Jesus can't go wrong with Jesus. Jesus. That's, that's what amen. I'm talking about. <laughs> well, again, we are just so happy to have you here with us on this evening. Again, thank you for just agreeing to share your journey of hope and healing with our listening audience on tonight. Amen. I want to um, just go ahead and get into the interview um, because I know that you have so much to share with our listening audience now, your book. I want you to talk about when you first started writing and what inspired you to do so. Okay, beautiful. I actually have been um, journaling most of my life. So writing about the things that are on my heart or the things that are on my mind has always helped me to cope with life. So I have not really been a consistent journal person, but I will journal at significant points in my life or as God gives the utterance. So when I started writing, it's it's just been off and on throughout the duration of my life. But in reference to writing the two books that I've written so far, and there are many books that are inside of me. But what pushed me and gave me the unction to share my story, because in those journaling 
opportunities and, and, and um, times in my life that chronicles my life, I will go back and read them over and realize that God has given me a word. He has given me a word to share. And so I began to put those things together. And then there was one, one Sunday, and this was back in, and I have the date right here. I went to go pull it, and it, it says December the 29th, 2013, moving into the year of 2014. And that's when I really first started writing my first book. And my pastor, Bishop Ephraim A. Owens Jr., he gave a prophetic word. And I don't mind sharing it on this evening because it may just bless someone this year Amen. in 2019. Amen. Yes. He said to us, his flock, 2014 is going to be the year of the release of your divine potential, your assignment that God has predestined you to walk in. Some of you have been intimidated by the gifting. God has given you, and you have been subservient and felt like you had to stay in the background. But God said he is bringing you to the forefront. All of those he has ordained to be up front chose to be in the back. Mm-hmm. In other words, your potential is the vision, the dream. You have in you books, poems, ministry, and gifts in you. 2014 is the year of extended, abundantly, above all you can ask or think. God is going to put stuff in your mind that before the end of the year, you will have said that's impossible. That's impossible. That's not me. I can't do it. But God said he is going to put I can do spirit in you. And you're going to go forth and fulfill your dreams. So that is what inspired me. When he spoke those words to the congregation, I felt a leap in my stomach. And I knew that it was my time, exactly my time, to share my story. And to write the book. So I wrote the book in 2014. That's my first book, My Eyes Dare to Believe. In this particular book, it talks about my testimony of how I overcame domestic violence and how God was able to touch and heal my body from a chronic disease that causes blindness. And I was blind. But now I see. I was considered legally blind. And I had a number of surgeries. And so the last surgery was in 2013. So when Pastor gave that prophetic message, I knew it was time for me to reach back and help another sister and my brothers too. And tell my story. And I dare them to believe. So that's where. My writing took off, and I began to share the gospel of how God touched and healed my body and began to speak truth to power. 
Amen. You know, I say all the time, Minister Bridget, that the things that we go through in life are never for us. They're always for somebody else. And I know the listeners, they probably, if they've heard me say it so much, they probably can finish the words that come, before they come out of my mouth. But it is so true. So God knew what he, you know, the, the situation that you went through with the domestic violence. God knew that, you know, it was going to be for such a time as this, for you to be able to share your testimony of hope and healing, to be able to share with somebody else who needed a way out, who needed some information or some encouragement, or just uh, just some information on how they can make it out. And if God did it for you, he can do it for them. Yes, yes, and he will. Amen. Amen. Now, I want to ask you, because you said something, that, that, that prophetic word that went, let's go back a little bit right there. If you could tell yourself anything, your writing self, anything from that particular moment, what would it be right now? Believe. Believe that you could do anything that you set your mind to. Yes, Believe God. and not be intimidated. Because I was one of those persons that said, uh-uh, I just rather stay right here in the back. Uh-uh, I don't want that. Mm-mm, I just want to praise God, do the work of the Lord, and call it a day. Oh, hallelujah. But God said, no, this is the yes, time. God. Oh, I'm moving you to the front. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. And I went God. kicking and screaming, too. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so that's what I would tell my younger self. Don't be afraid. Because God has not given us the spirit of fear. But a power and a sound mind. Amen? Yes. Amen. Amen. And the enemy will put that fear before you because he knows how powerful the testimony is going to be. He knows that the testimony is going to break chains and deliver people and cause them to be set free. So he will place that fear in front of you. But my favorite uh, acronym for fear is false evidence appearing real, and that's all that fear is. And if God has not given us a spirit of fear, then I just want to encourage somebody that's listening tonight to just believe and and just bind up that fear in the name of Jesus as you go forward and do the things that God has called you to do. Amen. Amen. Now, your book, your, your 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 second book. Let's talk about your second book. I want you to tell the audience the title of your book and what the genre of your book is. Okay. Yes, this title is quite provoking, but you know yes, what? Yes. I'm, I'm not scared. That's hey, right. Hey, because somebody got to talk about it. Amen. Somebody got to talk about it, and I'm going to talk about it because the Lord said open up your mouth and talk about it. Yes, A God. single woman's guide to protecting and defending her celibacy in God. That is the title of my second book. And the genre of this book is spiritual growth in self-help. And so that is the genre. It's it's Christian genre, and it is self-help and spiritual growth. And that's what the, the, the genre of the book is. But the book really goes right into it. I just said, I said, let's talk about it. Let's talk about sex. That's right. We have to talk about it. A life of maintaining celibacy can be a challenge for a Christian single woman who has splashed around the pool of fornication. I'm keeping it 100 because we got to keep it 100. The millennials, they want us to keep it 100. Yes. 
Yes. However, it is possible. I'm letting the single woman know it is possible to walk yes, this God. Christian walk in integrity and maintain her life of celibacy. I haven't written this book as a married woman, but a single woman who's living out the lifestyle of celibacy. Amen. That's why that's why I wrote this book. Because being part at one point I was actively involved in our singles ministry at my church. And that was a topic that would come up, but it was like a kind of hush kind of thing. But women, Mm -hmm. you know, they would say, well, it's hard out here. No, it's not hard. It's not hard to live a a life of celibacy. It's not hard. So I encouraged the woman and I let her know that she can do it, that they can give their body back to God. And it may not be easy. However, with the Holy Spirit working on the inside, they can break the bondage of fornication. And in this book, I provide the single woman with three proven tactics that work to help her protect and defend her celibacy with God. What she must do, she must guard her eyes, what she looks at, guard her ears, what she's listening to, and guard her heart. This book yeah. was written with the single sister in mind. It's easy for the married woman, I'm going to keep it real, to tell a single woman not to have sex when she is getting it on the regular. But it's a Come different on. dynamic of assurance when a sister yeah. girl, a single sister girl, shares her strategies. Yeah. I just told you, guard your eyes, guard your ears, guard your heart. Yes. These strategies will help you live out your celibacy in the kingdom of God. And my prayer behind this book is to empower each of my sister girls to believe. That's that word again. Because you have to first believe I can do this. By choosing to present her body unto God as a holy, living sacrifice, which is her reasonable service. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Yes, God has called us to present ourselves Unto him, which is our reasonable service. Being single is a ministry. God can get so much work out of our sister girls if they just turn unto him and lean not into their own understanding and put their body under the submission of the Holy Spirit so they can do the will and the work of the Lord. Jesus. Because the single woman, the Bible tells us, is more concerned about the things of God. Of God. But the married right. woman That's is concerned Bible. about the things that within her, with, with her husband. Because we know that marriage, that unity, was the first institution. So the married yes. woman has to be concerned with that first. But God, he wants our sister girls. And I want the sister girls to know that are single, that God has a special work for you to do. So you yes. cannot be distracted with your eyes. You cannot be distracted with your ears. And you cannot be distracted with the things that are in your heart. Because out of the heart comes the issues of life. So you have to deal with those things. So this book is intended for the single woman. That is who this book is for. But it also is a book that married women can use if they are on, on a continuum of life where they may be a widow. Or someone who yes. is recently Amen. divorced. Okay, Amen. so we That's have to look good. at singlehood yes. 
alone a continuum of life, not just I'm just single. No, when did you get single? Does that make sense? And for our sister girls who may have never even experienced sex. So you can use this book as a tool in your sister girl circle. Come on, girl, let's come over here and talk. We're not talking about everything else. Let's talk about this. Talk about everything else. That's right. Come on, preach. Let's talk about this right here. So my intended audience is single women. However, any woman can use this book as a teaching tool for wherever they may find themselves along the continuum of life. Amen. Now, let's talk about the title of the book. What was your inspiration behind the title? Single women. All the single ladies. All the single ladies. (laughs) Put your hands up. Amen. Put your hands up. Hallelujah. Yes. Put your hands up. This book is a single book. That's why I'm telling you it's a call out. A single woman's guide to protecting and defending her celibacy in God. Yeah, take a stand. I dare you to do it. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Wow. Yes, it is. Now, and I, I just kind of want to. Mhm. No, come on, come on, come on. I kind of want to go back just to say a little bit more about the book. It is a 31-day guide. It is a 31-day mm-hmm. guide. And um, in this guide, you 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 can write in it. I have scriptures. I give a little. Each chapter is set up, like I said, to guard your eyes, guard your ears, yes. guard guard your um your heart. So you have those three three sections there, but within those sections you have a devotional, and then you have prayers, yes. and then you have a place where you can reflect. Because um, I don't want to get too deep in this, too deep with this, but many of our single sister girls act out and feel like they have lack of control because they do not understand why they do what they do. Mm, so if you're dealing with the spirit of rejection, for an example. You're going to look for love in all the wrong places. Yes, all the and wrong places. And never be fulfilled. Yes. Because yes. God is the only one that, that can fill those holes. God is the only one that can go back in time and touch you. Man can't do that. Hey, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Yes, he can move backwards yes, and forward and in between. Hallelujah. He can go mm. back and deal with those child hurts and pains. Mm. So that's why the book is set up that way. It is set up that way to minister unto the woman in the 31th day, a devotional setup. I just wanted to share that. Amen. I, I would really like for you to read a, a snippet, just a little short excerpt from the book, if you will. Okay. Let's see. Just whatever the Spirit leads you to read. Okay, I'm. A, I'm. A, I, I just read this little excerpt, the introduction, just to to share that. Okay. Okay. As we turn the pages of our day-to-day existence, the ideology of sex is everywhere in our culture. From the time you get up in the morning to put your makeup, to put on your makeup, favorite perfume, and stylish outfit, to the time you retire your feet for the night, you would have had a sexual experience by the way of television programming, commercials, music, and social media. 
you will encounter the influence of sexual suggestion or perhaps physical contact. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about sex. As Christian single women, we must have an open and safe discussion about sex if we are going to protect and defend our celibacy with God. According to the National Association of Evangelicals, 80% of unmarried Christians between the ages of 18 to 30 have had sex. Of those 80% of Christians who have had sex before marriage, 42% are in current sexual relationship, and we are talking about Christians. Hey, we're talking about Christians. Jesus. Jesus. We're talking about Christians. You know, I like it. Yes, yes. Come on, come on. Singing on the pulpit. Up at, at the podium, preaching the word. Oh, they're having sex, and I'm not saying everyone is having sex, but it is it is right there in the statistics. Wow. They're having sex. Christians are having sex from the front of the church to the back of the church. And so we have to talk about it. And sex is one of those topics where we really don't talk a lot about in church. We have to talk about it. Because many we of our sister girls, yes, yeah. and we have to do that correlation, make that connection. Many of our sister girls are having sex. And with that unprotected sex, if they're using, not using the proper precaution, oh, the rates of HIV is hitting the ceiling mm-hmm. fans when it comes to our sister girls in the African-American community. And we you can know, you say that the topic of sex. Yes, you say that. I was having a conversation yesterday. My husband and I were talking. And um, I was telling him about the book and the guest. And, uh, and I was like, you know, it's really a topic that needs to be discussed in the church because of the fact that it's so taboo. You know, people don't want to talk about it. We, we were, I was talking mm-hmm. about the Super Bowl, you know, being in Atlanta this weekend. And, and mm-hmm. you know, being that the HIV rate is so high in Atlanta, Georgia, you know, I, mm-hmm. I made a statement to him. I was like, you know, I was like, my God. I was like, you know, can you imagine the 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 HIV rate how it's going to increase this weekend right 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 you know and and it's just the reality of it it really is and um you know from Christian women and non Christian women but especially like you said in the Christian culture because they are having sex no one right, is telling right. them as a Christian, you don't have to and I, I and I've grown up in the church I've been in the church all my life. But I know growing up, there were no classes in the church or, you know, because it was just something that you're never talking about. You know, you, right. you know, your parents tell you, you know, don't have sex, don't have sex. We're really explaining and really sitting down and talk about why and how, as a single woman, your focus should be on the things of God. You know, instead of just saying, well, don't have sex, don't have sex, you know, explaining why biblically, what are the biblical principles behind why, as a Christian, men and women should not, right. uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, fall prey to fornication? 
And, and we so don't have I, to. I think it's awesome that you've written this book. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I like the fact that you said you did it in a journal form as well, you know. So yeah, I did can, can journal and write down and get feedback and be able to go back and use it as a tool, a reference guide, to be able to go back and pull scriptures and pull notes, you know, in that time of week. Right. 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 Amen. Amen, amen. Now, I know amen. that there may be, be some out there that uh, just, you know, want some inspiration and some motivation. They may have, you know, they may have gone through some things. They may have been, uh, you know, Christian who's experienced some things in life and just want to get their story out there. What words of inspiration and motivation can you give others who are inspiring to become authors? Say the words of encouragement that I can give writers who who um, have not yet written their books because we have to speak mm-hmm. those things as if they, they are. They haven't written it yet, yeah. as you just said. Yeah, they hadn't written it yet. But it yeah, shall come to pass. Yes, confirmation right there. We just talked right there, right? <laughs> yeah, we, we sure enough yeah. did. It, it hadn't happened yet. So the first they need to do, yeah. they need to believe. They yeah. need to believe that they can do this that they have a story to tell and to remove all the negative, negative thought patterns because Amen. that negative way of thinking, like no one wants to hear what I have to say. No, mm-hmm. God has a set of people that are waiting to hear you. Amen. A set of people that have been assigned just to you. So you have yes. to be obedient to God and you have to write what God has commanded you to write because that's ministry and so someone needs to hear your story so to to encourage you is to don't stop if it means you because i'm telling you get the computer sit down and just begin to just put it down on paper it may not even have an order to it yet but you have to begin somewhere i don't care if you get up and you have a set aside time because I would recommend that you have a set aside time that you say for this little time I'm going to write. If it's just an hour, if it's just thirty minutes, yeah. and in that time, if you happen to get writer's block and nothing is happening, oh, something is happening down in your spirit. Amen. If it's just say put, it. Putting the word <laughs> uh, the, and that's it. You put something down. You did Amen. something. Faith without works is dead. So you're going to have to work. You have to be committed to this. You're going to have to work it. And you have to have patience. So you have to believe in yourself. You have to believe in yourself that you can do this. God has an assigned audience, an assigned group of people that he wants you to reach. And you have an assignment. And you must get it done. Amen. I want to uh, remind our listeners that our line is open right now. So if you have a question or a comment, or if anyone would like to dial in and speak to Minister Bridget, please do so at this time. The number to dial in is 657-383-0898. And then you just press the number one, and the board would light up, and it would alert us that you are on the line waiting with your question or your comment. Again, the number is 657-383-0898. Um, we are here with Minister Bridget Robinson, and she is the author of A Single Woman's Guide to Protecting and Defending Your Celibacy in God, her celibacy in God. I love what you said about the single woman must 
guard your eyes, what you see, what you're taking in to your eye gate is very important when you are guiding and protecting and you're defending your celibacy in God. Guarding your ears, the things that you hear, uh, the things that you allow people to say to you, whisper sweet nothings in your ear, it's very important what you are listening to as you're protecting and defending your celibacy in God. And lastly, uh, she spoke about guarding your heart. How many of you know that you can't let everybody close to you? Those things that attach to you can get in your heart, attach themselves to you, uh, can really just distort your way of thinking. Like she said, you know, the, that's where the issues of life flows from, the things that are embedded in your heart. What's in your heart? What are you thinking about? What are you watching? What are you, what are you listening to? What are you talking about? So all those things are very important as you are protecting and defending your celibacy in God. Now, Minister Bridget, I want you to um, let our listeners know um, how they can connect with you, how they can purchase your book, share with them your website as well. Okay, thank you so much for this opportunity. My Facebook page is My Eyes Dare to Believe, and that's My Eyes Dare, the number two, Believe, all one word. That's my Facebook page, My Eyes Dare to, the number two, Believe. That is the same handle for my Instagram. My Twitter is underscore dare to believe underscore. Once again, the number two, dare to believe underscore dare to believe underscore Twitter. My email address, my eyes dare to believe at gmail.com. That's my eyes, dare, the number two, believe, at gmail.com. Amen. So I want to reiterate that the website, you want to connect with her, you want to purchase her book, I just want to reach out and talk with her. I'm sure she's available for speaking engagements to be able to come. If you have a, a youth ministry or a singles ministry, you know, please connect with her on her Website again is my eyes dare the number two believe dot com. That's my eyes dare the number two believe dot com. Uh, Minister Bridget, do you have any upcoming events that you would like to share with our listeners right now? Yes, because it's Love Month, and we know that love is three hundred and sixty-five <laughs> days of the year. We know that yes. it's heart uh, heart uh, month. Uh, 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 you know, Heart Awareness Month, and we also yes. know that we have Black Love that we have designated for this month, and also yes. our traditional Valentine's Day. So I do have an upcoming event. This event will be held at the Mon Riggs Public Library, which is located at 5401 South Dakota Avenue, Northeast, Washington, D.C., 2011. That's 200-11-2011. This event will be held on February 23rd, 2019, from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. We will be having a book discussion on A Single Woman's Guide to Protecting and Defending Her Celibacy in God. So this is an event that is for um, the sister girls to come together and to share love among each other 
and to discuss the topic of celibacy. Amen. Well, Minister Bridget, we are down to our bonus question. I would love for you to tell our listeners what the word conqueror means to you. The word conqueror means to me that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I am a conqueror. I am a survivor. My name is victory. And I can conquer anything that I set my mind to. I may have to wait, and I might have a not yet, but delay does not mean denied because I am a conqueror. Yes. So being a conqueror to me means that I can do anything I set my mind to because I'm a king's I'm a king's kid. I'm yes. God's daughter. I'm his beloved daughter. So he's going to make sure that I always conquer. No weapon that's formed against me shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise up against me, God is going to condemn. Because I am a conqueror. Amen. 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 What an awesome, awesome, amazing testament. Um, from Minister Bridget here, and I just want to personally just thank you. Thank you for sharing your heart and sharing your journey with us. Me as a conqueror and a survivor, uh, I just want to personally encourage you to keep pressing forward as you make an impact in the kingdom. Keep teaching and just keep inspiring those that you come in contact with. Amen. 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 Well, we didn't have any questions for tonight, but we want to thank our listeners for joining in on this evening. Again, we want to just say thank you so much to Minister Bridget Robinson. She's the author of My Eyes Dare to Believe in a Single Woman's Guide to Protecting and Defending Her Celibacy in God. Okay, everyone, that is our show for this evening. I just want to say thank you guys so much for joining us this evening on the Conqueror's Cafe. I pray our show tonight has blessed you. We invite you to join us again next Sunday, the same time, for another amazing episode. And as we close, I want you all to remember, we all know that life can sometimes present a series of events that can lead us down certain paths in life that can lead to discouragement, frustrations, and even sometimes destruction. We must remember that it is our relationship with God that sustains us when we reach our limit and want to quit in our journey. We can do two things, stand firm, dig deep, and keep persevering, or you can turn back to those familiar things that weren't good for you in the beginning. Remember, the choice that you make has the power to alter the course of your destiny for the rest of your life. Thank you all for listening, and remember to keep making the impossible possible by spreading your own broken wings and soaring by the power of God as you transform your tragedy into empowering moments. Until next time, I'm your host, Arthur Twilo Reed, your tragedy to strategy mentor. For speaking engagements or consultation, please email me at info at or contact my team by phone at 
335-337-9399. Again, I'd like to invite you guys to check out our website, conquerorscafe.com. And if any of you are interested in purchasing any of the books, please go to www.twilorie.com. And if you have a testimony of hope and healing that you'd like to share with the world, let's connect. Again, you can reach me at info at twilorie.com or by phone at 912-335-3799. Good night, take care, and may God bless you all. May heaven smile upon you. Have a great evening. a little bit, y'all. Come on, everybody sing it. I've got it.
have got to finish strong in every area of your life. And I want you to remember who you really are. Your name really is victory. God bless you, everybody. 